FM Rewind, Bow eighty eight point one. Area code. We've got economist Valdo Krugel in studio to speak to us more about it as to what we can look forward to tomorrow. Good morning, um, Sir Valdo. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us. It's always a pleasure having you on the show. Uh, we don't really know what to expect, especially because we weren't told of a par- proper plan that we can expect as South Africans come 2024 in the State of the Nation address that happened last week. Can you please get into it with us? Yes, oh, it's, it's a pleasure speaking to you. Um, I think uh, the state of the nation, like you said, didn't give us a lot of clues. So we have to uh, look back at the mini budget November last year to get some ideas of, of what is on the mind of the Minister of Finance. And I, the story is, is one of uh, very limited resources. Uh, he's been overspending and not getting as much tax revenue as he hoped for. And, and it, it means a bigger deficit than he originally budgeted for. And that's going to carry into this budget that he's proposing for the next year. And um, he's, he's in for a tough day at the office. Uh, well, I, what I do know is that regardless of whether um, his day is, very, is leaving him sweating or not, South Africans <laughs> want to know <laughs> what is going to happen. I mean, the repo rate um, we thought would go down, but it didn't. Um, this year. They're saying that it could possibly go down much later and then you've got inflation which is caused by so many other things besides global issues. Us as a country are going through the most when it comes to economics. That's true. It's it's really tough and, and the minister I think is going to emphasize what he's doing to help uh, middle class and vulnerable households. He'll talk up the fact that uh, he's giving grants that he is uh, not increasing taxes. Uh, and he's spending on priority areas uh, like social protection, like health and education, like infrastructure. But uh, when we look at the numbers, I suspect we're not going to see much changes from what's already on the table, simply because he doesn't have a lot of additional money. So he'll make a good story uh, about things that are actually happening. It's, it's not untrue, but he's also not going to make a huge new difference, either in terms of increasing something like the child support grants or the old age grant. Uh, he might even be in a position where he has to increase the fuel levy, uh, which I don't think he wants to do, uh, but he, he's going to, to need that bit of money uh, to plug some other gaps in his budget. Mm. Speaking of a bit of money, um, the president did speak of the fact that at least 8 billion rand was recovered by SARS. Could that make a bit of a difference? It does, and, and more efficiency at SARS is, is always a good thing uh, because it's not new taxes. It's them enforcing current rules, uh, and, and I think they've really been uh, upgrading their IT. They, they're using AI more, uh, so, so their efficiency is, is good for all of us, at least for uh, the, all of us that are on the legal side of the budget. <laughs> and um, Yeah, so I think that helps, and, and there are other things as well. There's been a lot of talk about the golden uh, foreign exchange reserves and and uh, getting some of that profits uh, over to Treasury, uh, which will also help to just ease the pressure a little bit on the minister. Still on taxes, um, unfortunately, there's only a small percentage of people that can afford to properly pay tax um, in our country. What does that then mean? Because there's so many things that need to be done but cannot be done because of such issues. That's right. And I think levying higher tax rates 
uh, on on this really narrow base of taxpayers uh, is something you can't do without having some consequence later on. And the minister knows this, so I think he'll be very sensitive about higher rates or new taxes. He he did propose in November that he's looking for an additional 15 billion rand. Uh, That's not much, and he can easily make that up uh, uh, through the regular excise taxes and through... Uh, not adjusting the tax brackets that much for inflation. So maybe you leave the tax brackets unchanged for the high earners and give a small adjustment uh, for the middle income earners, and that'll give him the 15 billion. But he needs a lot more uh, if you consider some of the spending ideas that are being thrown around. Can we look at students? How it's going to affect students? Um, could tertiary education be likely to be a part of um, his speech or planning? There was a time where free education was spoken about by the previous president, Jacob Zuma, saying there will be free education. But what does that then mean? Because it's the definitely ho- coming out of the taxpayers' um, pockets, which they don't have. Yeah. No, true. And and I think uh, free education is going to remain a dream, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, the, the students will be lucky, actually, if he's able to maintain some of the allocations that was, that's already in the three-year plan. I think um, it's one of the more expensive items in his budget, uh, but he's not also not going to cut it. Uh, that wouldn't make sense just ahead of an election. But uh, uh, giving more money to to universities or to students uh, is hardly possible. So, so maybe we'll see some below inflation increases here and there, a little bit of money. But uh, he doesn't have a lot to throw around. That is quite sad, especially because there were rumours of corruption that came from NFS not so long ago. Um, that is bad. <laughs> it is bad. Importantly, and lastly, we hear speeches every single year budget speech um sometimes it's the same things over and over again do you see any of the promises that were made last year being fulfilled and any that will be made coming to pass as well i think the minister is in a tough spot in in the sense that he he talks about he makes these big promises he talks about broad policies but but in the end he's limited to what he can do with spending and taxes uh, and financing it with debt a lot of the other reforms that need to happen uh, are in the court of other ministers. Uh, energy reform, logistics reform, labor market reform. You, you can go on. The, of course, the Minister of Finance uh, has a hand in it because he's, he's supplying some of the money. Uh, but uh, in the end, a lot of the job has to happen somewhere else. Uh, but he's the face of it. Uh, we don't associate the, the slow progress with re- of reform with uh, many other ministers it's always turning to the minister of finance and why isn't this happening but it's not his fault it's it's also other people's fault um so so i think uh, in, in terms of the work that happens in the budget uh it, it's still solid and it's ongoing and and they're really doing their best uh but uh, beyond that there are there are many many areas for improvement well we'll have to wait and see if um, those areas are being covered in future so Valdo it's always a pleasure having you and it's always a pleasure learning from you you're welcome thanks for the opportunity his name is Professor Valdo Krugel he's an economist and also a professor in economics and we're talking at the budget speech tomorrow can we expect anything good from it well we'll have to wait and see area code FM Rewind File 88.1